Welcome to Invincible Teams, a podcast for team leaders and business owners who are tired of dealing with office drama and politics, high turnover, and teams not meeting their potential. We know that team leaders and business owners like you are pretty much always under pressure to get the most out of your teams. And we also know that most teams only operate at about 58% of their actual potential, and we've got the tools and training to make that number keep going up. We believe that every team should reach their potential, and that if we get intentional, our teams can become invincible. All right, welcome back to Invincible Teams. Cody, uh, you recently got to do uh, a little Enneagram workshop, right? Yes, I did. So today, uh, on for the podcast, I think what we're going to do is just process your experience from that a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, see what kind of insights you had, things that you learned, things that really stuck out to you and to the team that you were working with. Mm-hmm. So, man, take it away. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you did, and um, and yeah, we'll just go from there. Yeah. So got to do uh, an Enneagram clinic with our Camp Pondo team out in California. So this is the team that I work for. Yeah. Um, and uh, and we I think we had 10 or 11 people um, that got to show up um, on that team. If you're familiar with the Enneagram, um, I'll just give you kind of a quick um, insight into um, the types that are on our team. So um, with the the 10 or 11 people that we have, myself leading the, t- the clinic that was, I, I'm a seven, identifies as type seven. Um, we have three nines that was, it was kind of funny because two of them sat next to each other. And, uh, and, and that was just a really funny, even in the, the aspects of the clinic, having mm-hmm. two nines sitting next yeah. to each other in, in that. But um, then we had uh, a counterphobic six, we had a phobic six, type five, uh, we have an eight, another nine, um, a type two, a one, and then one of our guys that didn't get to show up, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's another two. And so, yeah, a pretty wide array um, of types. And then one of the things that you put in the um, the keynote for this clinic is at the very end of it, we kind of do like a team dynamic thing. Right. So we wrote out some of the things that we, um, the types that we don't have and like what that does for us as a team or what it prevents us from doing as a team. Yeah. And so for us, we are lacking a three and a four on our team. Hmm. And so we just talked about some of that and like that was pretty helpful for us to say that hey, we don't have like that 3 that is really just a super driven right, person. Right, right. Um we have driven people, but for that person, one of the things that I like to tell people is I feel like 3s can always take the vision beyond the walls of the organization. Mm-hmm. Like 3s are the people that they hear something and they want to achieve something. And it's almost like, you know, as a, a buddy of mine, it's like, you know, he, he wants to see something happen in the city. He goes and talks to the mayor, mm, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I would try to talk to my neighbors or something. He's like, no, we're going to the, we're going to the mayor, <laughs> right, you know? Right. And so, yeah, this team dynamics piece was so cool. Um, but honestly, one of the most amazing parts of it, I mean, we walked through some pretty basic, you know, Enneagram type stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, people learned about different types and, um, maybe we had, I think we had one person on the team that didn't have a very clear understanding of what his type was. Okay. Um, he was a type two. And so obviously he learned a lot about what that looks like and then got to learn about other types. But then we got to this piece that you created, um, that man was just game changing. It's called rules of engagement. Um, and I think that's one of the things I was the most excited about going into this yeah. is most of our team knows Enneagram language. Um, we've been talking about this for the last three or four years. But when it gets to how these types 
engage and um, and interact with each other on a day-to-day basis as teammates mm-hmm. you know especially in a, at a youth camp yeah especially in 2020 <laughs> where even though we're at, we're at camp we actually didn't get to do camp right. um, this past season and we're not getting to do camp for a winter camp season that would start in january right and so what does it look like to work at a camp to continue to move forward as a camp team without actually doing mm-hmm. camp mm-hmm. And so one of the things I was really pumped about in talking about these these rules of engagement is, hey, how can we continue to invest in each other, encourage each other, and grow as an organization um, using our kind of just like uh, natural skill sets mm-hmm. and the way that yeah. we're wired. And so um, so Ryan, when he put this keynote together and we were walking through it, we got to this default volume section where um, it's, it's, I'm looking at it right now. So there's a, the first picture is someone sitting in a library. It seems very quiet, very cozy. And in that you have a nine, a type five and a counterphobic or a phobic six, sorry. Um, and uh, the next one is this really pretty piano picture. And you can almost imagine like, it's like you're in like a nightclub or like a, we'll go lounge, like a not, like a nice, like quiet lounge where people are sipping wine or coffee. And yeah. there's this really elegant piano in the background. And so pianos can be dynamic though. They can. Right? They there's can also be very, like a yeah. jazz piano. You exactly. Know? Exactly. Like, really like the dueling pianos yeah. down in Little Rock, yeah. you know, where it's like just madness. Yeah. Um, but, but in that you have the four, the one and the two. And what's really special about that is that on our team, we have a one and a two. And and this picture is in, in the middle between two other pictures. And and what was so interesting about that is even when I saw this before I saw the next slide, which kind of lays out where these types fall in terms of communication in a meeting, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is the one is smack dab in the middle. Mm-hmm. It's in the middle picture, but it's in the middle between the four and the two. Right. Um, and I immediately thought like, oh, this is going to be so good for my boss who is a one because that's exactly what happens is mm. every single time we have a meeting where we're kind of stepping into something or planning something, he is so good about listening mm-hmm. and taking all this in mm-hmm. and he'll re- like really speak to the logistics and like how we're going to see this happen and like how we're going to do it right. And then, and then he's kind of done. You yeah. know, at the end of that. And so, um, and then you get into this big, humongous concert. There's fireworks, <laughs> there's lights, there's like probably, you know, a thousand people in this picture just going berserk. Um, and in that, and I liked how you made the bubbles red, um, just almost like a, like a siren, you know, yeah. like visually. And in that you have type seven, counterphobic six, three and eight. Yeah. And what's really funny about this is that me and my wife, so I'm a seven, mm-hmm. she identifies as a counterphobic six. And then we have an eight on our team. And more than likely, if you were to walk in in any random meeting we were having at Camp Pondo, myself, my wife, or Sean, the eight is talking. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and and that just that, I just laughed as soon as I saw that because I was like, this is so accurate yeah. to the volume or the consistency at which we talk or express or process ideas out loud. Right. Um, for that eight just really driven and wanting to make sure that we're doing what we said we're going to do um we're doing it quickly um and so yeah but then you go to this next slide and um and when we were in the so you know where this kind of fell in the clinic is we've done you know we've talked about types we've talked about um wings we've talked about you know stress and security numbers Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. um and really the dynamic pieces of the Enneagram. 
And I think people were kind of tracking and they were really following along and maybe even learn some new things about their type. Mm-hmm. But my goal in, in doing this clinic for our team was I wanted us to leave a better team, right. not just more self-aware people. I mean, ultimately, like that's a huge goal. But I, I wanted to make sure that as a team, we were able to understand each other and be able to show more grace for ourselves, but for our teammates. Right. And so there's just been so many moments where you leave a meeting and you're like, oh my gosh, like, you know, this is probably people like thinking about me. They're like, Cody talks so much, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or like, or something I know that I do is if I'm leading a, a meeting and people aren't really like engaging, I'll just keep talking, you know? <laughs> um, and, uh, and that's not good. Don't do that. But, um, but this rules of engagement piece, um, I love how you laid it out and, and it really gave our team, I think, an understanding of how to like actively, I'll just say like love each other well, hmm. like how to, how to really, um, speak and, and, and give each other, um, the necessary tools to bring their best, yeah. um, in, in a, in a, um, team setting, whether yeah. it be a meeting or whether we're like having a dreaming session or something like that. And so, um, so you, you have these numbers laid out in the exact same form as the def- default volume, right? but this time you put some notes under here. So under the, the first little group of numbers, which is nine, five and phobic six, which remember they were in that library, that mm-hmm. very quiet space. Yeah. These are people who are typically not going to come out very quickly with their, um, ideas. They feel like it, that if they do, they're, they're going to cause conflict or rock the boat or, or honestly just makes them feel uncomfortable. Right. And under there, you said, give these people the chance to go first. Um, so in a meeting with your nines, fives and phobic sixes, um, allow these people to speak. Like yeah. once you've presented an idea and even ask them to exactly, right? exactly. Yeah. Um, and then if they don't want to, or if they, if they feel uncomfortable, um, allow them to pass. Right. And then don't forget about them. Yeah. Like follow up later. Yeah. And um, and on a team where we have three nines, yeah. a five. I mean, that's half our team. Literally yeah. half our team is that bubble right there. Um, and our assistant director is a is a phobic six. Um, and man, I just feel like that was so life giving for them. Yeah. Because these are probably people who go home at night sometimes struggling with like, does my voice really matter? Right. Like, do do I really have the opportunity or the ability to speak my concerns or yeah. desires or um, like passion into what we do. Well, and one of the reasons why this is important, why the order of this is mm-hmm. important is because as you go further down this scale towards the ones, the two sevens, threes, eights, yeah. right? The further down that you go, the more weight that those volume mm-hmm. that those opinions and voices seem to carry. That's yeah. when we talk about default volume, there is an element of literal volume, mm-hmm. but there's also an element of how much weight yeah. do these people have when they say stuff. Mm-hmm. And so uh, even for me as a one who I'm halfway down the scale, I don't mean things as concretely as it usually is perceived by mm-hmm. other people, yeah. right? You go to the other end of the scale and get to threes and eights, and normally they are like when it comes out of their voice, it's as close to reality mm. as possible, mm-hmm. right? And so if I say something, or if a three or an eight or somebody says something, it sounds so sure mm-hmm. that 
for a nine or a five or anybody like that, it's much more difficult to speak up because you're mm-hmm. like, man, this train has already left the station. Yeah. It doesn't matter what I exactly. say. Exactly. So that's yep. why the order is important. That's why we start with mm-hmm. nines, fives, and phobic sixes yep. is because they need that space and that freedom to be able to, to believe mm-hmm. that they still have time yes. to give their thoughts. Yes. The train hasn't yeah. left the station. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you put nines first, like on this. Yeah. And, and I've heard all three nines on our team at some point say, well, hey, you know, the eight on our team or the seven on our team or the one on our team are more passionate about this. So I don't need to say anything. Mm. At the end of the day, they'll get it done. But it's like, that's 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 not enough. Like, we, we need to hear from you. Yeah. Like, we want to hear from you. Yep. you. You see things, especially these nines, like being able to see from almost every angle. Yep. Like, we need your input. Yep. Um, and then for the phobic six, he's, um, and you, you put something, you talked about these, um, leadership voices. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the, for the six, um, you, for that leadership voice, I remember, um, I didn't tell you this, but, uh, you had silent majority. Uh-huh. I actually changed that to forecasting because, okay. cause I wanted yeah. specifically for the sixes on our team, um, who do this a lot. I wanted them to know that, Hey, a superpower of yours is being able to help us not only see the hurdles ahead, sure. but to be able to like build bridges yeah, great. or trails around them. Um, and, and so we talked about this in this rules of engagement and I tried to, as best I could, as we talked about this and kind of moved down this line, I would reiterate those leadership voices. Of yeah. Like, Hey, don't forget that. Like, this is what you bring to the table when you speak in health. Yeah. Um, you know, like the nine, um, your leadership voice. So when they use their kind of natural or wire, like natural wiring and what they pay attention to. And when they speak that in health over their team is for the nine, you had speed break. Yeah. And I was like, nines, we need that necessary. Like, whoa. Yeah. Like we need that necessary. Like, are we sure? Otherwise we're going to derail this thing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like I can't tell you how many times my nine friends and teammates have been yeah. like, Hey Cody, you've, You've said about 14 ideas today. Yeah. Are we sure we're going to do any of those? You know, well, like, you know, and just to follow this little rabbit trail here, I know you spent all day yesterday uh, riding mountain bikes, oh my gosh. right? And yes. you're going to do a little bit more today. Yes. So when is the appropriate time to break for you on a bike? Oh, way before. Yeah. Way before. You have to break before you go into the turn because yes. what happens if you take the turn too quickly? Uh, you're gonna crash. Yeah, Sorry. you're, you're gonna, gonna eat gonna eat rocks and dirt and yes. trees. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's a here's a very like real scenario with this. Is yesterday I hit um, a drop that I've been eyeing for like about six years. I've seen this thing for six years. I've never had um, the nerve to do it, and I finally did it yesterday. And it's the biggest thing I've ever done on my bike. Wow. And I no joke had this moment. Like I had the voice of my nine friends in my head going, Cody, you you can't. You can't like chicken mid like drop. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah. have to fully commit to this because yep. if I were to, and this is just a rule of mountain biking, hesitation leads to broken yep. bones. Yeah. Um, and so I have to fully send this, commit to this. Yep. So I have to know before I go down this little roll in that yep. if I'm on this, I'm I'm in it. And so anyways, so that and that's that speed break. That's that necessary thing that I think all three of these numbers kind of provide in that, especially the nines, but nines, fives, and phobic sixes mm-hmm. have this ability to help us in the beginning. Because um, honestly, like with the way you've laid this out, is if I'm giving this nines, fives, and phobic sixes an opportunity to speak first, there's a good probability that something that I've brought up 
may not even be worth pursuing. Hmm. Um, you know, like it may not even be worth our time and right. energy and resources. And that way you um, don't spend the time on exactly. it only to find out later that there's something you completely missed. Yes. That the fives were sitting there on yes. and never had a chance yes. to express. Or we were joking about this before we hit record, but there's been meetings where we've spent an hour and a half talking about something. And then at the very end of the meeting, the phobic six would finally speak this some this thing that has probably been like eating them alive oh, yeah. on the inside and it blows the whole thing up. Yeah. And it used to make me really mad. And now I, I want to bring that to the beginning of the meeting. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. let's talk about that earlier because by the time that we've talked about it for an hour and a half, I'm kind of attached to it. Yeah. And if it blows up then, yeah. then I'm mad and I'm frustrated. Well, and you're talking about this in the context of a camp staff, which mm-hmm. obviously there's there's big impacts for that. But if you translate that to like a big organization company, you're talking about tons of lost revenue because you just had a team Mm -hmm. that spent a couple hours Mm -hmm. on something that they could have spent somewhere else. And Mm -hmm. potentially even worse, if they actually start to implement stuff that they only then find out after weeks or months of implementing Mm -hmm. that there's this big thing that was missed. You're talking about tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions Mm -hmm. of dollars in wasted revenue. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Uh, and so it's a, this is a big, big deal. It is a big deal. Yeah. It is a big deal. And you just triggered something is that one of the things like as a leader, I kept showing up to meetings, being a seven and also having these people on our team that were really carrying, like you said, that weight. Um, we're, we're kind of carrying these meetings. We're speaking a lot. We're um, usually the ones processing the ideas and these nines and these fives on our team not talking a lot. Honestly, we're communicating to me like you just don't care. Um but in reality, it's not that they don't care. It's the fact that I wasn't giving them the time and the uh, like opportunity to speak the things that they care about or the things that they were seeing. Sure. And so, um, yeah, I, I, man, I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Let's let's move to the the middle section here. Mm-hmm. Unless you got anything else to add on? No, on this no. One. And and so really with this one, the the only thing that um, really caught and I think like our team connected with um, with this middle section where you have fours, ones, and twos. As the note you had under it was honest input for the good of the team. Mm -hmm. And that is all that I get from these people is that when the one and the two, we don't have a four on our team, like I said, but the one, the two on our team, when they speak, it is like, you know, our our executive director is a one. And when he speaks, I know and trust and believe that like if we're going to commit time to doing something, he wants it done right. Mm -hmm. um, But he wants it done right in a way that is going to really set us up as an organization to 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 win and to right. succeed and then the two on our team when they speak it's really about how what we're aiming to do is going to impact the people that we serve yeah um and so if you're you know in a for-profit business this is the this is the customer or the the customer experience right and so if you've got a two on your team th- those are typically things that they care about sure is that hey if we're going to spend time and money on this i want to i want to make sure that um, this is having a positive impact on the way that that people like engage with it and they experience it and they feel it, um, and so that was huge. And then honestly, I, I mean, I learned a lot from this because at the end of this, you have sevens, counterphobic sixes, threes, and eights. And the notes you had underneath it were assume others are trying to help me, like you move forward. See, how I said me there. Um, <laughs> and then answer questions without making statements and decisions. And this right. is huge. This is so huge. Um, me and my wife, like, you know. Sevens don't think about consequences a lot. I, just a reality, <laughs> sorry. When I hit that drop issue today, it kind of like came back to my mind of like, I wasn't really thinking about what would happen if I messed this up. Right. But um, 
But my wife, as the counterphobic six is, yeah, and that's where we get hung up a lot. Is um, and and honestly, the perk of this is helping us understand and be able to pay attention to what others pay attention to, right? And um, and so knowing that when she speaks up, is that there's value in that, and yeah. I should listen, yeah. Um, and then at the very end, you have you know the eights. Um, and, and one of the things that, that I, I shared with the team that I'd heard from someone a while back was that most eights go to bed every single night asking one question, did I make a difference today? Hmm. Like, did I make an impact hmm. on the world today? Um, and being people who are very driven by the why is that I like that you have eights last because hmm. I personally think that eights have the ability to really hold us accountable to our why. Yeah. And so if an eight is speaking last mm -hmm. um, from a place of health, reminding us of, hey, why we're doing this in the first place. Yeah. Um, man, what a way to, to end that. And so this was huge. And I, I, I think this is someone that if you're a leader or if you're a part of um, moving a team forward or wanting to see a team move forward, I think this rules of engagement piece is, is massive. Yeah. Um, and I think it's going to help our team step into, we're in a very planning heavy season right now. Sure. Um, we're actually stepping away from a, a very typical season so that we can plan and dream on some things that I think are going to set up the organization for the next potentially like 50 years. Wow. Like it's a big, yeah, that's awesome. big season. Um, very, I mean, it's fun for me because it's very future oriented right now. Yeah. I get to dream a lot. Um, but I want our team as a whole to, to be able to participate in that and contribute to that. And this was massive in helping awesome. us grow into that. And then honestly, just the last thought as we wrap this up um, is as, as we left this clinic, it was really funny because there were some things that were like we joked about. Sure. Um, you, you put in there like the weapon systems of like a one is like poking, poking holes. Poking holes, yeah. And then, um, and then for a seven, it's jumping ship. Yep. And so right after the, the clinic, we actually had to have a little meeting about something that popped up. And uh, our, our one leader was talking about something. And I asked a question. He goes, Cody, are you poking holes? And my thing, and I went, I'm jumping ship, you know, and I like, and I like, like kind of ran out <laughs> yeah, of the room, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, and there's so there's humor in this, and and it's a way to like really um, be able to love and encourage your teammates and understanding like what it is that they pay attention to, what yeah. drives them, what you know helps them move forward. Um, but I just think that if you're a leader, um, we just talked about in in an episode about this idea of of. Uh, really growing in how we challenge our teams and, and then how we support them yeah. is that stepping into this kind of stuff, um, you know, whether it's me or Ryan or whether just on your own time digging into the Enneagram and, and self-awareness, I think that the more that you're able to know your team, mm -hmm. the more you're going to be able to support and yeah. challenge them Absolutely. in ways that, that really matter to them. And, uh, and so this was huge. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love it. It's one of the newer pieces of our training that we've implemented. Uh, and uh, with the teams that we've been able to do it with, it's been amazing. It's one of the most, I think, practical. Mm -hmm. You can actually implement something right away Absolutely. with this. And uh, it, it has just been so cool. It's been kind of light bulb coming on mm -hmm. moments for a lot of teams uh, that, that I've uh, got to talk through this with. And I'm excited to continue to, to bring this to people. I think uh, people will enjoy this conversation today. I'll make sure, uh, if you haven't found it already, in the uh, show notes for this will be a link where you can see this, uh, exactly what we're talking about, rules mm -hmm. and engagement stuff. Um, but yeah, any anything else? Any closing thoughts? No. Hope you guys are having 
Happy holiday season. Yeah. Whenever this comes out. Yeah. I'm not sure when it'll be, but I'm sure they're in the middle of it. Yeah. So. Yeah. People are, like we said, they're in the, the debate of Thanksgiving and Christmas and when yeah. that comes around. So yeah, anyways, yeah. but yeah, yeah um, we'll see you next time. All right. Thanks for listening today to the Invincible Teams podcast. We'd like to challenge you now to go share this episode with a team leader or business owner you know that might like it. And just like every podcast, we appreciate all the subscribes, likes, shares, reviews, and five-star ratings you can give us. And like we always say, we believe that every team should reach their potential and that if we get intentional, our teams can become invincible. See you next time.